Disco, disco, good, good. Disco, disco, good, good. Podcast, podcast, good, good. Adam Sandbox podcast. Get in the sandbox. I'm having Hey everybody, welcome to the Adam Sandbox. This is that uh, podcast where we watch those movies. You know the ones. I am a Middle Eastern man who speaks French with a French accent for some reason. I'm Chris. I'm <clears throat> vaguely Middle Eastern. I'm Luke. I'm Oliver. Disco, disco, good, good. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm say that a lot. I'm Morgan and Zohan is fucking my mum. <laughs> he always does. Uh, this week we watched the 2008 film You Don't Mess With The Zohan. It was pretty offensive and it got a 5.5 stars on IMDb. What do you guys think? It's out of 10, right? Yeah. No, it's out of 100. <laughs> no, it's out of 5. Because if it was out of 5, it's like, whoa, 5.5? <laughs> People love this movie. I- I'm glad that you actually said You Don't Mess With well, The Zohan because I keep forgetting yeah, that there's a it's you. you. It's a really you know, superfluous word. Mess With The Zohan. You know, some people do don't love this movie, Morgan. Does Morgan love this movie? I don't love it. It's just when Morgan was a kid. Morgan said when he was younger, he oh, yeah. loved yeah, this when I was movie. Younger. This is a great movie in- for a high school kids my age. That is a good out. way to point when out. When it came out, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah, year eight loved this movie. Guys, let's go around yeah, the Morgan horn. Morgan was you were year eight in two thousand eight. Yeah, we're gonna go around the horn and say how old we were in two thousand eight. Let's go around the horn and say how old we were in two thousand eight, and if we liked this movie. Okay, you start, Chris. And if we currently liked watching it this time, I'll go last. Twenty one, kind of. Jesus. Seventeen. It was better than Strange Wilderness. Morgan, are you gonna are you gonna say anything or sixteen? How old are you when you're eight? Like fourteen. You're not a 14. year younger than me, you dummy. Fourteen. Fuck it was yeah. an enjoyable, fun experience. Yeah, no, that, that where where the issues that were scratched on it didn't really land at my on my age. This the, is the issues it addressed were not present in my mind at the time. That means we're sitting right at that point. It happened quite a while ago for Luke and a few quite a while ago for me. Where you got old enough Chris, to where, Morgan is only now just dropping off, I think, from these movies as being fond memories of his t- uh, being a teenager, which is interesting. <laughs> Perfect time to this point. Morgan uh, now is the point that I was at for anger management. Yeah. Actually no, a little bit earlier because I didn't really care for anger I management. I was at this point like just past B, just past little Nicky, and I was like pretty done in terms of fond memories. Yeah, I think no, this would be the I, last I, one I that I way like off. proper enjoy. Like I don't remember what, like what does he have after this that I actually liked? Like Fifty First Dates was the, the last Adam Sandler movie that I was like that was a movie that I watched when it came out and I had a fun time. Yeah, I did watch this movie at some movie, point though. in the past. I can't remember what I thought of it, but I I enjoyed watching it yesterday. I, I, I remember I, some of my friends really liked it, and I like I remember when I first saw it in cinemas, and I was like, eh. They're like, oh, it's great. I remember some friends who I thought it was the best, and I'm like, eh. I don't. Re- I never saw this when I was younger. I, but I quite vividly, definitely remember at the time that it came out. I definitely remember seeing advertisements and just being like, "No, thank you." <laughs> I well, I mean, like, I saw, I saw it in the cinema. So apparently, for some reason, I went, "Yeah, I'm." Well, on I'd board. like to point out that the ads for this prominently feature, not knowing anything about this movie before we've even discussed the plot of this. Adam Sandler doing the splits with a hairdresser. Doing, hairdryer, doing, sorry, uh, doing the splits with a hairdryer, and another one, him doing the splits where you can see up his like Daisy Duke shorts, and it's all like black under there. And seventeen year old Ola was just like. I don't want any of this. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so this this is something. the this this is uh, the story of Zohan, who is. Does he get a first and last name, or is uh, he just his name? Zohan. I did write it down. His name is Zohan Devere. Okay, is Zohan his is his first name. So and when he, people refer to him as the Zohan, it would be like as referring to you as the Morgan. You know, like we, you like don't we mess do with all, the like Morgan. We do all the time. Also, like a weird young guy hanging out with him, being like, "Hey, we, don't mess with the Morgan, guys." Yeah. So this follows the 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 path. Oh no! Of oh, can I? Zohan I have a recap. I have a recap. Uh, okay, I actually have a good. I, I have wasn't going to say anything. I have a good. No, I actually was saying earlier, but I think it was before you were here. No, I was saying fine. like I got a really good one. No, okay. Good. So the plot of this movie 
An Israeli superhero fakes his own death and goes to America so he can cut hair because that's a thing he's always wanted to do, but he still... He legit has superpowers. That's pretty much the whole movie. Uh, I was going to say... Also, there's some weird uh, Israel-Palestine conflict stuff that's not that clear or... I guess it's important to the movie, but... And also... There's, and there's like his, yeah, fuck, I don't know, he's a superhero. He's a straight up superhero. Yeah, this is this is actually, I was going to say, this is the first superhero movie we've ever done. Yeah. It's not it's not broached on in the movie at all, but if you go to the, the Wikipedia page, it's the first thing it says is it describes him as a superhuman counter-terrorist agent. Yeah. Because there's no other way to explain it. No, absolutely not. He, he does no-handed push-ups. He's absolutely a superhero. He catch, catches a bullet with his nose and, and his he, hand. And, and his hand, and he does, like, quick moves. He punch, he kicks through walls. He uppercuts He's, people with his feet. But I, I was like, are they going to explain at some point he some kind of super soldier program no, he went through? No. Nope. No. He does just, like... There's, you know what he loves doing? Because there's multiple, uh, at least two instances of him doing it. Really likes catching stuff in his butt cheeks. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, like two instances. Is that a superpower? Really close Maybe. together that it was like, why? It's you a know, super skill. That happens so many times in the beginning, the beginning of this movie. I was like, oh, this is going to be a thing. And then they kind of forgot about it. <laughs> Guys, yeah. I, I, my second note in this, like my first note is, here we go. And my second note is, I'm already defeated. Like, I started this movie, like, done. 10 minutes after finishing Strange Wilderness, and I'm like, I am defeated. See, I watched this before Strange Wilderness, but my first note is, women love a man who is good at hacky sack. Because there's a point early in this movie where he yeah. plays hacky sack, and there's a woman who's, like, giving him the serious fuck me eyes, yeah. and it's like, he's playing hacky sack. He also pulls that's a bullet like into a really, hole. That's, really, like, hammered into you that they love hacky sack. Is that, like, is that a an, thing? an Israeli stereotype that they play a lot? I don't of know. Hacky? I've never I, heard I don't know. Of do they just think, like, oh, they're, like, less technologically advanced than us? What else are they going to do? Well, it's the same thing with, like... <laughs> are they going to this go? That's one of the racist sack? things, I would assume. Well, it's the, the same thing with, like, the hummus, the hummus thing. Is that... Okay, A, first of all, like, I think they've just gone, oh, that's a Middle Eastern thing. That'll do. But also, Isn't the fact that... Turkish? Yeah, I, I love so. the hummus thing. I, no, the I, hummus thing it was, was funny. funny but the at the same time, it's like it feels like it comes from a place of yeah, that's a thing that they're Middle Eastern. That they're, there's well, a bit, they think that them Browns do. But this and then it's also, but then it goes to, and no one in America has ever heard of hummus. Apparently, I actually made a specific. Point. I love hummus. I eat it all the time. I have I, for years. I made a specific note of that. It's like if you could have chosen anything that is like strangely Middle Eastern that people wouldn't get. It's like all those people at that the, the wall bridge or whatever. I guess the bad guys. The wall bridges are like yeah, they're like hummus. What are they talking about? It's like. What are you talking about? White people fucking love hummus. Yeah. We're all white people. I'm pretty sure we all love hummus. Yeah, man. All right. did, Absolutely. Did, did white people, the rest of us, love hummus before 2008? Yes. Yes. Because I, I think maybe. I definitely, I, I definitely I, I'd did. Like to, I'd like I to, think I did. to posit the theory that this movie introduced hummus to Ooh. the Western world. Well, I know that John Palmer loves hummus. Yes. He I, definitely had quite we've a, had hummus in our house for honestly, a while. At a very early age, we've, we've learned to love hummus. Yeah. I would not describe it as being diarrhea-like. It is way more palatable than that. I definitely it's d- just chickpeas, basically. Yeah. It was it's, it's got a diarrhea like mm. no, it doesn't seem like it's made up of a bunch of different kinds of food that have been partially digested. It's just some messed it up chickpeas. Definitely wasn't something I ate in my early teens. It was like when 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 parties started having cheese and dips and stuff, that's when I started eating. I ate it my ch- I ate it as a kid. So. Yeah, but you we've established your dad is different and you didn't exactly have I don't a normal think that's upbringing. like a no, unique thing though. Hummus you- is not let's you go to a party. Hummus is pretty common, dude. Of, you, of all the dips out there, hummus is a pretty common one. If you go to a party, even if there's only two dips there, I can guarantee you one of them is hummus. The other one's yes. tzatziki. The other one's, the other one's tziki. Tziki. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe like a French nah. egg. It's hummus and tzatziki for that's, sure. That's your age now. When I was a kid and you went to a party and there was cheese and platter, it's like, what party am I at? 
This is not. This <laughs> is not a party though. We're talking about like family friend stuff. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I, and at a family party. Yeah, what did you dip your carrot sticks in? I, you just eat carrot sticks. Ew. Ugh. The fuck is wrong with you? Gross. Peasants. Yeah, you're I'm a fucking I'm going to go brush my teeth with also, this hummus. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, also, I, I, I have carrot sticks at a kid's Where party. does he get a fire hose that has hummus in it? He has that at one I point. I want one. Where's it coming from? Presumably they out of the no, back they just, of one they of their plug shops. It yeah. into, they plug it into like the vat from the shop, I think. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He plugs it into the... Guys, I just want to put this out there real quickly. I just Googled, do Middle Eastern play a lot of hacky sack? And the second article that came up was, can Sandler's Zohan save the Middle East? Okay, wait. An article by NewsDaily.com. No. Okay, no, because this movie actually uh, did lead me to, because I was just like, there's a lot of stuff about the Israel-Palestine conflict. Is there a lot? Uh, Yes, there is actually a lot. There's a lot. It's not really touched in any depth. But a lot, of this, a lot of this, a lot of this movie, but a lot of this movie is predicated on that. Like the whole deal with like the Phantom and stuff is that he's Palestinian. Yes, and there's a lot of yeah. stuff like that. And, and and I guess so is Rob Schneider. Maybe what race is Rob Schneider in this one, guys? He's Palestinian. He's Palestinian. Well, but the thing Brown. is though, I but, think I think I wrote. There's a lovely message in here somewhere. But I didn't. No, no there isn't. No, there isn't. It's like because <laughs> they all come together at the end. It took me the a long thing. time to understand no, what this no, movie no, no. is about. Here's the thing: the Israel-Palestine conflict is a big fucking deal, and. Is, has been they've been trying to solve forever. We don't eat pigs, and like it's you don't that's eat pigs. <laughs> Let's not not eat pigs together. together I don't know together. anything about it, and after watching this movie, I still don't know anything. Yeah, about no, it. I had to look into it because there was one thing that, that got me, which is when they have the hacky sack tournament. It's Israel versus, versus Lebanon. Lebanon, and I was like, Yeah, I was like, Wait, like, what? Yeah. And I, looked I thought into I was it. dumb. I was like, what No, the fuck is absolutely. Going on? Well, like they they, they 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 call what is it? Um, when they do the phone line, who's that? They call Hezbollah. Hezbollah. That's a Lebanese. Hezbollah. Yeah, okay. That's a Lebanese. Group. But I was like, wait. So they're Lebanon. Okay. So apparently, man, all terrorist groups sounds sounds like a delicious food. By the way, <laughs> Hezbollah sounds awesome. In uh, please, yeah, don't, the, I, please yeah. don't isolate that sound Dude, clip. Yeah. <laughs> so during the 1948 Palestine War, about a hundred thousand Palestinians fled to Lebanon. So now there's like between 260 and 400 thousand Palestinians in Are Lebanon. They persecuted in Palestine so, though, or in Lebanon? Uh, I think they are lower class. In but the fact is. That's why there's a number of people who are Palestinian, but also Lebanese. I suppose, like that's so that's that's the best. Co- nationally, they identify. That as is both. that is the best way I could figure out why that why is that the way it is. Case. Is that kind of like Kurdistan, Iraq? But that's Iran. like I honestly that's don't not know, like man. a well-known thing, and it's weird that it's in this movie because that means he implied he did some weird yeah. research. Well, well it's also who like. This movie's written by. Do we want to talk? I think if we're going to talk about what it covers, we should talk about because I don't. Looking at who it's written by doesn't shed any light Adam on why. Adam Sandler, Judd it's, Apatow. It's written by Judd. Uh, Judd Apatow has like a. It's probably just a. He punch probably up. just did Punch Up, mm-hmm. but it's him and Robert Smigel, who always. Yeah. Who by the way is in the electronics store, the closing down store. He's the guy with the curly hair and the very large forehead. Yeah. He's ah. one of the writers, Robert Smigel. He's he wrote a lot of Adam Sandler movies, but it's like. I was trying was to figure he, was out he why the hand model or the one who the hand model to... one. Yeah, yep. I was trying to figure out why him and Adam Sandler would like why they would really want to make a movie. This is that, my question too. That... Who is this? Why? Like, obviously, Adam Sandler is Jewish, of course. But like, what prompted him to go? Yeah, I'm Jewish, so I guess it's okay for me to like pretend to be full on Israeli and do an accent the whole time. Like, it's like it's still like I guess that's more excusable than someone who's not Jewish doing it. But it's still weird. Like, I am a... I'm like, I, I genuine. My genuine question is. Is this racist? I honestly don't. And this is a question for you guys. I'm not saying that it is. I just don't know. I don't know. I I watch. It's, I, you it's, guys, it's it's definitely cultural appropriation. Guys, I have an answer. But it is. But but if Israeli, if it's like Jewish, then that is his culture. He's he Jude, like, like he has. He's a part of the Jewish that, culture. He's part of the Jewish culture. But he's not part of like Israeli. Or yeah, that's, that's fair. There different. are parts of it that are for sure racist. I have a couple that I want to point out maybe oh, yeah. after this. But yep. like as a. Lo- 
I watched half of this movie last night and I was getting really bored. And then I started watching it again today and I started to enjoy myself a bit more because I think I figured out what was going on a little bit better. Like last night I was just confused. This was also straight after Strange Wilderness. So this movie, yeah. I wrote a note at one point that this movie was innocuous. And that can only be possible if you've just watched Strange Wilderness. <laughs> mm. um, it's not innocuous. It's crazy. But um, that really tainted my my viewing experience of it. Yeah. It's it's weird. The thing, the problem with the Israel-Palestine thing is that it's like, all it seems to understand about that is that there is conflict yes. and nothing else. There is no other nuance to the way they describe well, it. They yeah. just know that there is two people and they fight each other. Well, there's like, the, there's like, there's one-off comments every now and then, like the Gaza Strip, or like, when that when he kicks the guy off the roof and the guy's falling, it's like we settled here for thousands of years. It's like these one-off lines, which like <laughs> it hints at the greater reason, but it never comes back to that sort of. Well, stuff. I think it's probably wise to not no. go into it in that much depth yeah. in a comedy movie. I kind of liked that about it. The, like that is, I think, why it's hard to figure out if it's racist. They could have gone way. Deeper and it's also into well, it. the thing is though, like it yeah, has, but it's it's not an excuse to be like, oh, it's it's okay because it's not as racist as it could well, have yeah. been. And that's like, not really a great excuse. That issue is at the forefront, but when he goes to America, that street is full of. Tons of people. Yes. And it's less... Like, that issue is the most one because he's Israeli, she's uh, Palestinian. But there's, like, all these other... Like, there's a bunch of people trying to live together that all have yeah. issues with each well, other. Well, that's... I think that's... Yeah, she being uh, Emmanuel Shuriki... I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's... it's I've, Emmanuel... She's Sh- beautiful. Yeah, yeah, she's really attractive. She um, is gorgeous. But they also make a... Someone makes a good point. I think one of the... Uh, I don't like that they end up together. There's no lead no, for that at no all. No, there's no reason. Uh, one of the... I think it's one of the Israelis, like, or one of the Palestinians. But they, they say, like, you know, it's like, they're obviously in conflict, but they're like. But then everyone else. But it's like, yeah, but white people hate both of them. Well, that was the thing. That so it's was like a- that you don't think it's like, and all oh, the this thing being, it's like, yeah, they hate the Israelis because they think they're Palestinians. Yeah, it's like well, they hate <laughs> us too because we think. Yeah. Well, that is the thing. That, that's what I took from the Woolridge, which I talked about before, is the company that's trying to buy out the street. Is like, do they think it's all right that they've got all this? Because all of their depictions of people that are like Israeli and Palestinian is they all own like electronic shops and they're all like almost like a shifty small business owners. Like, it's that crazy stereotype. But I'm like, do they think this is okay? Because then Walridge is like, yeah, but this is all this honky shit white people do as well. Because, <laughs> like, Walridge is pretty much everything crazy that white people do, including, and I'm going to talk about this now. I know that I've just been talking a lot, but remember a couple of weeks ago when I said, hey, is that Dave Matthews? Dave Matthews is in this movie. Yes. I was like, it was, I, I is, never- Is this I a ne- new segment? I never followed it up on the last podcast. We talked about it off mic. I was like, guys- that was Dave Matthews. And this week, what, he's what? fucking in it again as a white supremacist. What movie was he in it previously? Wait, was the leader of the white supremacist Dave Matthews? The guy, the guy, that guy that comes in right at the end, that's Dave Matthews. The one that I at first thought was maybe John Daly. That he looks at through the, um, through those, yeah, through I the glasses list, and it tells have, him all the information. That I have a list of that information. <laughs> yes, that that's information Dave list? Matthews. The one that, because when I first saw him, I thought like when he was like wearing all the, he looked kind of like John Daly and I was like, is that? No. That's Dave Matthews. Holy shit. Do you guys um, want to talk about what Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews hates? I kind of do. What it's, does Dave... it's pretty good. It's actually a pretty Dave good list. Dave Matthews, I wrote down the whole list. I also have what he likes. Dave Matthews hates the Jews, the Arabs, the Blacks, the Yellows, the French, the Latins, the New York Times, the George Clooney, the Hillary, the Obama, the Whole Foods, the Prius, the Dogs in Purses, the Oprah, the Ellen, the Condom. It's an exhaustive list. And Sunsets on the Beach. Do you want to know what he likes? Please. <laughs> he likes the Lethal Weapon 1. Oh, yeah. The we... Lethal Weapon 2. This is pretty good. <laughs> the Lethal Weapon 3. 
and what women want. He's a big fan of Mel Gibson. <laughs> big Mel Gibson. I fan. also like that. The, it's not the what women want. He just <laughs> earnestly likes what women want. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't continue that. I, I really like the I trend of doing good. the. Like I didn't. I didn't think. Like I. I saw the first ones. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the list is. I paused it, and as I went through writing, and I'm like, this is actually. I took a photo good. of it because this actually is. Do you know good. what else I bet he likes? The Donald. Oh, I was, oh, gonna, he loves know, the Donald. I was trying to figure out that character. I was writing things down. I was like, "Is he a white supremacist?" Oh, he's a Trump voter for well, sure. Yeah, when he wrote that, de- when, when he got to like what he likes, I'm like, "Well, he did say that thing about Mel Gibson. Like, it's like you're a white dude that gets it. You and Mel Gibson. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys. So there's a like when I was at the point early in the movie where I'm like, I think I wrote the note that was just like, this is a legit superhero movie. Yeah. Oh no, I said so. He's just a legit superhero, and then. He comes in on the Phantom. The Phantom's just walking on his ceiling. There's yeah, no explanation yeah, as to why. Yeah. It's like, so this is just a superhero movie. Yeah, I was like, is the Phantom a super villain? Yeah. I mean, sort of. Yeah, he's Anti-hero sitting more. on the ceiling. Anti-hero he because runs. he's just, he, he's fighting for a different cause. Well, easy though, because that's the other thing about the Phantom is like, so he's a counter-terrorist agent, so he doesn't have to have any agenda other than getting terrorists because yeah. they are damaging to his country. The t- the Phantom is a terrorist, yeah. but what does he want and what well, is his okay. cause? But here's the thing, though. Apparently, it's to own a small business in America. No, but here's, <laughs> no, 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 but here's the thing with that. Whether or not someone is branded a terrorist depends on the perspective of that's the person true. doing the he branding. He doesn't have to have a cause. No, well, that's. but I think that he does because he's fighting for Palestine yeah, because... Sure. Because he mentions what that's all about, cause, and it's I think because yeah. his dad. But did they also it, never his dad's t- dad did it. They have also never talk about any of the terrorist things that he does. He's just like it's like he's just a terror. It's like their idea of terrorists in Israel and Palestine or counter terrorist agent is that both sides they're just celebrities. That's what they are. Yeah. They're just celebrities in there, and that like the terrorists yeah. just want fame and fortune. Well, because it is this, it is. Literally the same as it's like yeah, in the same way that like Captain America is a celebrity, yeah, yeah. I guess because he's a yeah. goddamn superhero. I guess, I guess it's more like hey, we need a if we capture theirs and have theirs, that brings down their support. We have their celebrity, or if that we let, and it's like oh, we trade back their celebrity and we get it's like, there it's like was a, it's like a I, weird I, celebrity. Actually, kind I know of thing. why they, I know why he does, I know why uh, the Phantom does anything. It's because he wants that sweet puchata. Is that what they call it? It's like it's poon something. And uh, it's gross. Uh, I think you find it's called fizzy bubbler. Fizzy bubbler. Fizzy bubbler. It's not what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wrote tukin? down a note that I <laughs> want. <laughs> I want some fizzy bubbler. Then they talked about it giving you diarrhea, and I wrote, "No, I, it's and just second. I don't want no, fizzy dude, bubbler. <laughs> it's just Nick Swardson. If anything, I think he it might is be a very delicate. I think guy. it might be just white people. Well. Oh, I'm fine then. I, I, I want to talk about this. I know I've been talking a lot, but the fizzy bubblek thing, it reminded me of, you know, when we go to, like, we'll go to a, like a Middle Eastern grocery yes, or something. Yes, have like the yogurt bu- drink. I love buying just soft drinks where I don't understand the language on them or anything, so I don't really know what that will taste like. Oh, boy. Like. you got to see the enormous snack and soft drink section in the new Daiso at Eastland. It's, it's huge. It's great. Baby. And I would, for sh- I would be all over fizzy bubbler if I saw it in somewhere. I think it'd be fine. I've never gotten like, diarrhea from it's, doing that. Like I remember, like every time I watch, <laughs> you've this, never had fizzy bubbler. Every time I watch this movie, it's like I want to try that. It looks good. It looks like it's, it looks like it looks the, like it tastes more like dirt than Fanta, though. <laughs> it looks like the stuff you get from the the Asian supermarket where it's got the ball in the top and you got to pop the ball into it and it's like bright blue uh, and bright yeah. pink. What's that? I don't know what it's that is. Crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's that, just yeah. a crazy ceiling system. They don't have like a cap or anything. It's got like a ball bearing that's jammed into the top. Pop it, and like there's another bit that you put on top, and then you just smash it this in. This isn't like that it's crazy. One. What's that drink? That you open the lid and it drops the tablet in. That's like no, 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 no. that's a Baraka thing. It's not like that. No, right? no, no. The the ball uh, is literally just stopping the lid from coming out. I was I was, p- I was picturing like 
there's soda water in the bottle and you open it and it drops the flavoring in. It's like they haven't figured out how to mix them first. Guys, there's a point early on when they're like introducing his character when he's trying to get the Phantom. He's like wearing, you know, the typical like robe and stuff and then he takes it off and he's wearing a dope Mariah Carey Dude, shirt. Yeah, oh, foreshadowing, yeah. foreshadowing. Much. I mean, it's just saying apparently everyone in the Middle East Yeah, loves I don't think it's Mariah I don't think Carey. it's foreshadowing. I don't know if that's true. It's not foreshadowing the fact that Mariah Carey's in that movie later so much as basically saying everyone in the Middle East likes loves Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey. Which is why she's in the movie. I don't like Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't particularly care. No, I, I don't, don't like understand Mariah her Carey. appeal because all I know... This last Christmas, people were going like ape shit. More so than usual, it seemed, for All I Want For Christmas Is You. I don't care for that song. Yeah, guys, well- guys, real, real quick. Christie's comment, car boot sale. Soon how as, much? Uh, Ooh, soon how much of this comment? I've yeah, got, I've got gold cost? coins in my pocket. Ooh. As soon as Mariah Carey... Christy hated watching this movie. She was, in, <laughs> she was in there with me. She hated it. She did not have any of a good time. Then well, Mariah Carey popped on she, screen. Does she ever? Sometimes. Well, then Mariah Carey well, popped on screen. Christy's Middle Eastern, right? <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as Mariah Carey came in, she said, Ooh, Mariah Carey. That's all. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I can see the appeal in Mariah Carey. I just don't care. She, I, I, I think she's pretty rude and like she's there, a real diva. There, I really do. I like that bit where like Rob Stein is like, I love you, Mariah Carey. I love you. She's like, thank you, weird little man. Buy my new oh, album. Weird little horny man. That's a pretty good uh, description of Rob Schneider. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, also, why Wait, there's, a, there's a phantom here to see you. He says he's a killing machine. Those guys <laughs> just don't know how to talk to normal people. No. They I don't know how to explain themselves. I have a... Uh, I, have a just, I want to Nick make the sw- shticky. Will he eat... Oh, Nick Swartzen. I, I, I wish that he would stop saying that. I have that. a Nick that's just... Ugh, Nick Swartzen. See, I talked about it in the last podcast oh, where Nick I was Swartzen. saying how um, Alan Covert is better when he's just a straight man. And I think the same thing of Nick Swartzen. Because for most of this movie, you didn't he hate was him? just more of a sw- uh, straight man. I was like, but then at the very end? This. Then right at the end, I was like, you had to fuck up, Nick. He, had, he just becomes an unpleasant yep. character. He becomes oh, Nick yeah. Swartzen again. Yeah, I, I think Nick, Nick Swartzen has ruined himself for me because even when he was a straight man and he wasn't doing anything particularly wrong, I was just looking at him like, I fucking hate you, Nick Swartzen. I just want to like grab you around the neck and give you, you a noogie. You feel a little bit of sympathy in, in this movie. For him. Just... You're like, man, I, I feel sorry for you. Not, You're yeah. living with this guy who's kind of your friend. Just but keeps also fucking just his mom. Fucking your mom. And... His mom. She, well, I don't know what she's been in, but she looks so much like Nicky Rock. She's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> she looks so she much does. like yeah, Nicky Rock. Also... Uh, can we talk about because um, there's there was okay so Xbox Video for this had a ra- an unrated version and a regular version. Oh, I watched the unrated version. I watched a regular because Oliver and I but, decided to. But before I did, I googled it to see what the difference was because sure. I'm like you know, and I ended up watching the unrated one anyway. The unrated was longer, yeah. but from <laughs> what I, from what I can tell, it just added in longer scenes and stuff. None of it. I could tell gave any reason for it to be unrated. I have a specific thing to say, a thing that came up by subtitles that I think I figured out one bit that is different. I just found this weird. So I was looking at the subtitles when he's talking to one of the ladies that he fucks because, you know, he gets Oh, yeah, there's a whole subplot it. where he fucks well, a bunch of old women in a hair salon. We need to talk no more about that in depth. No we do need to go into no more we'll depth. We'll talk about that, that after this. So he says to her, and this is what I heard, like this is what he says in the take. He says, an angel with a magic throat. Which is gross. Oh. Yes. And oh. the subtitle, but the subtitle said, "An angel with the flexibility of a circus freak, a ma- freak, a magic throat." Which to me sounds like a broken, a, f- a broken subtitle. See, that that is the, mm, the censored version. Yeah. The I, didn't, I didn't get the throat one. I definitely got the exactly. And that's what I realized one. that was the circus freak thing is the unrated one. So yeah. they just put cruder Which jokes in, but the subtitles were broken and had both. Yeah. So so he he straight up loves fucking old ladies. Yep. Um. 
Yeah, immediately. Like the message they're trying to send is like, hey, don't be too judgmental. Just love all he's women. He's basically but a he's gigolo, though. Grimy. He's basically he being likes, a gigolo. I think he just likes fucking everyone. But yeah. also, like no, fucking. but like they're immediately, like, after the first couple of times, no one bats an eyelid anymore about the fact. And then he ends up with this woman who runs a salon where he's just been fucking all women in the back, like, for ages. Well, there's a bit where, like, the shelving just falls and down all- and Claude's just, like, yeah, it doesn't doing do anything. his thing. It's- I liked Claude. Claude felt yeah. like our experiences in New York. Because Claude was just, like, seemed like a nice guy. He was a bit amused and was just like, what is going on? What's happening here? It's just like... Why has this person come into like, my life? What the fuck is going on? I've just, I enjoy my job as a hairdresser, but like, I don't know what this is. And then there's a whole scene where Zohan teaches Claude how to sexually assault women in the workplace. Yeah. Because yep. yeah. that's what he's all about. Yeah. Hey, was there a scene where... Because like, they're talking about the fact, you know, obviously like Zohan's like fucking Nick Swardson's mum. Yeah. Is there a scene where they're at dinner and Nick Swardson, like the gag where he just drank like bleach or drain cleaner or something? Yeah. What was he drinking? He just that. picked up this bottle that looked like a cleaning product. Just drag something and then put it back down. It's like I couldn't tell if it was like, like, a like is, 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 is like is it a joke where he's like trying to kill himself because they keep talking about like because his mum's fucking and they keep talking about it. And I'm like that I was couldn't tell if I that, think it was I couldn't tell if it was that or if it was like Pepto Bismol or something. It looked oh yeah I, th- I remember that I thought it was like Pepto Bismol. Yeah. Like, like it's oh, hard I'm to tell. Get hung and this is so gross. I'm gonna get some heartburn. Like it's hard yeah, to yeah. I feel like I feel like I I, thought, I assumed it was like I first like thought it was drain bleach cleaner or something. Yeah. Oh bleach. I'm like no that's too heavy. I think it is Pepto Bismol. Because like he, because he, because he's died. like, it's, it's like eating him up inside. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because we don't really have Pepto Bismol style antacid mm. stuff here, so like that. That's, I don't know upon what it looks like. I'm like that seems to be what I've seen in America. What Pepto Bismol looks like? Yeah, what guys? What's up with that? Why don't we have drinkable antacid? I don't know. We have chewable ones. Uh, yeah, they fucking suck. Maybe I because get anti- we're fucking tough. No, I get... Fucking Australia. Speak for yourself. I get that shit like crazy, and I fucking hate the chewable tablets. They taste like eating chalk. I used to get that stuff, and then I stopped drinking summer's beer, and now I'm fine. Yeah, I, I just don't eat, as, I don't <laughs> eat yeah. food before weird, I go right? to bed. Weird. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, I just I try to eat less like a dickhead. <laughs> um, The thing about um and fucking the old ladies is like, when I saw that bit, I was just like... Because he's like suggestively... Cutting their hair and like shampooing and stuff, it's like that. He licks one fine. Of them. Like, why does he need to fu- like suggestively like is enough? Like, why does he need to stone cold fuck them? Well, there there is that whole scene where where he he can't get it up anymore because he's in love with shop owner and he can't get it up to bone crazy old lady and he's like, I'm gonna lose so much business. And she was like, Nah, it's fine. You you chill. So like he he genuinely thinks that he's mostly just getting paid because he's fucking them. Yeah. I'm so trying he to, I'm trying to look genuinely for his, thinks his word. I'm trying to look for his word for erection because I wrote a lot of them down. Stiffy, he has a stiffy. Well, there's a lot of I, like you know what a girl wants to hear. I will only be stiff for you. The, no, do you know what a girl? Do you know? Do you know what girls love? A big bush. A big. They love big bushes. Bush. They love Pushing. when you're only stiff for them, and they love when they've literally for like months they've just seen you bang a bunch of old women. guys. In your experience, yeah. Do women enjoy a big bush? Because I would say categorically that they don't. No, I think that the Middle I think East, a little bit's fine. I could believe yeah. that the Middle East is a whole different kettle of fish, though. But these were not Middle Eastern <laughs> hey, women he was sleeping Luke, with. By the way, all, maybe mid- people in Middle East love fish, apparently. And like different things. That's, yeah, but he says that... Well, he says all women like a big bush. But I you just know. said categorically they don't, so maybe you're well, the sexist pig. He also thinks that everybody likes feathered hair and wants feathered hair, so he's got a pretty <laughs> yeah. specific Yeah, wait, so no, 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 hang on, hang on. Because I'm saying a, like a little bit smooth. Man, I, so you're saying I'm behind that, that goal. Have you ever met a woman who's like, I want you to have a huge pubic afro? Uh, no, but I haven't met all the women in the world, so I don't know what all of them Luke, want, Luke. not all yeah, women. I'm oh, not sorry, guys. Mel Gibson. Sorry, guys, I forgot that when you take like a, sample, uh, a survey sample size, you talk to every single person. Yeah. Exactly. That's how that works. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everyone sense. in the world gets an email. And no, I think it, tra- it tracks with his personality, or at least their idea of what a 
weirdo ethnic man is like, which is what he is. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good. Yeah, it tracks I perfectly guess. with that. But it... speaking of the word, like I was saying, his word for penis. There's a lot of. I think some of them are real, and some of them are like pseudo Hebrew and Yiddish words. I tried to look a lot of them up, and I found articles about it. If you guys are curious, from what I read, people who do speak like those languages mostly thought this movie was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> they just, I think they enjoyed the representation, maybe. They, well, I think it's there being a representation at all. Yeah, being a, yeah, and they just seem quite jovial about it. It's that's in, but, but did like, you so, find a, 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 any kind of a translation for fagala? Fagala, yes, fagala is oh uh, yeah, I think means I know what little means. bird, and it's commonly used to refer to gay men. Oh, so really? it is literally. It is. It, it's is literally. That, is that yeah. where? No, apparently is that where that comes from. So apparently, in uh, yeah, apparently to uh, people like all of these people. Wanting to be hair- hairdressing is is homosexual. Yeah, his dad keeps saying it. In between, and not only in between that, eating hummus with his glasses. And not only that. Yeah. And not only. I loved it. Not only it's does gay. it make you homosexual, but they're all massive homophobes. Like, yes, all of them. Even even when they accept it right at the very end, they still call you a fagola. I, it's just. I, 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 I tried. Oh, to, should we be saying that word? I genuinely don't yeah. know. I tried to find. Uh, I think you're spelling it what wrong. Fagala is. I spelled it absolutely wrong because it's a, a city in Cairo. It's F A G. It's well, a district of Cairo, and I, also there's a fagala.com. F A G E L. I found a bunch. Of, well, there's. I found two different spellings. There's F A G A, like just the what you'd think like phonetically, and then there's like F A E G H. Like it has a mm. longer if it's the actual uh, Hebrew word. Mm. I think. Yeah, so it's got, like, some of it is real, some of it's just, he's just making sounds. Because I'm surprised that you touched on it, Chris. Ooh. He does sound like he's doing a French accent. He sounds right? so much like he's doing That's a French That's immediately accent. what I thought. Luke, you studied a lot of French. Um, I, So I'm just trying to think of what he sounded like it's, now. It's I'm... the rolling, what I noted it down is it's the rolling R's. No, to me, it sounds really Australian and half Mount Everest as well. To me, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) The rolling R's and the um. To me, it just ch sounds. See, I didn't necessarily hear it as being French. I just heard it as being a like a just a general kind of ethnic Ethnic, voice, an approximation of a number of different things. Specifically, like because like it's just he wanted to do a voice that was just like I'm not from here. It was really pronounced. I thought when. Anytime he did it around people that clearly had a more subtle handle on what that accent sounds. You mean like, like maybe people who are actually yes, because like, this is full of actual. I would have thought that also if you speak Yiddish, presumably you can do an accent. Well, the, I think the, the, well, the main thing I thought is just that he hit those like all that stuff that is like the the and the like all that stuff. He just hit it really hard and made it sound really French. Like because you actually speak those languages, yeah, it sounds way more naturalistic mm. and it's not so like but like. I'm French isn't that guttural though. No, it's, it's not, not French at all. is a it's lot smoother at all. Yeah. It was the, yeah. no, but it was the R though. It was occasionally. He just he just slipped like if when you watch it again, which you will, Morgan. It's keep an eye out for it. I'm gonna watch definitely... it tonight. Oh boy. Like it's there. I was it's, gonna it, watch it, Star Wars, but fuck that. Um so I just want to talk about some cameos. Mm. Uh, Chris Ooh. Rock was in this movie. He was a cab driver, a cab driver yep. who had a very sad life. Jamaican. And yep. this one Chris, you're not allowed to not do a stereotype. Dude, if you're in a movie where everyone's a stereotype, you're going to insist that you're a stereotype. If everyone's a stereotype, no one's a stereotype. Well, it's clear because Chris Rock true. was like, well, I've only got one scene. I better make my mark. <laughs> and he then he, he saw what else was happening. He's like, whoo, go big or go Wait. home. <laughs> Chris Rock, like that scene, he had a scene where he made his mark in B-movie too. There's our link. There's our link. Yeah. He's been Jamaican? in a lot of stuff. Was he Jamaican though. in that? No, but. What was his accent they did in that though? It's just regular African-American. Mosquito. He's oh, a mosquito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did that mosquito accent. Also, Who black? I couldn't confirm this or not. I think Peter Dante was one of the people in the Mike, the Alexander, the first hair salon 
laughing at him amongst the group of bitchy hairdressers. Oh, it seems sure. like an oddly small cameo because that would be very covert. I didn't. It was weird. That. There was like a guy and he had the big goofy smile and it was for oh, a second. And I'm like, second I thought he said uncovert. <laughs> No, it was Peter Dante. It definitely had the big goofy smile and like the tanned face and everything, and well, they were all laughing at him. And then it cut away. I was like, "So Peter Dante?" And I checked the thing; he wasn't credited. I or mean, anything. Peter Dante is a gross looking. While person. you bring it up, though, Oliver, <laughs> he's not in this movie. He's not. <laughs> Shame. He could have fit in so well. Yeah, Alan Covert is not in is any capacity as far as I can tell. He didn't write. Didn't it was a punishment for strange wilderness. <laughs> I mean, he was busy. Maybe he, he was, was too busy making strange movies. Look what you did. Get out of here. He was like, Adam. He was like, Adam, let's see who's does better. <laughs> he was like, ours is a stoner comedy. Those are doing great. His is a racial. Let's, let's, oh, it is easy. interesting that all of Alan Covert's projects away from Adam Sandler seem to be stoner related. Like, yeah, it's I wouldn't have terrible. That. They also yeah. tend to be terrible. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. I mean, is yeah. That just, is that just something that I... We, have, we did talk about the last podcast, the fact that Adam Sandler movies without Adam Sandler we, are not as good. Should we shift focus a little bit and talk some more about Robert Schneider? I'd rather he not does, sure. Well, he plays a large role. So, well, he yeah. plays a large role and he's also playing another ethnicity. Well, when I saw... I actually saw on IMDb, I saw that he was a cab driver. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a small cameo. No, no. he's a prominent. No. Mm. He's, in it for a little, he's in it at the bit at the start, but then his storyline comes to fruition. Yeah, so he's also Palestinian, I guess Lebanese as well, because he's at least support... I mean, he may just support the Lebanese team against the Israelis. Yes. That's the other thing as well, is it's like, it's... It's, it could just be that Palestinians support Lebanon because they hate Israel in that hacky sack. So, I'm, it's really not made that clear <laughs> what, the, uh, what the dynamics are, like the international relations his representation, and poli- like political dynamics are here. Him as a Palestinian and like his makeup and everything is a bit more subtle, I think, than other things we've seen. Well, the fact well, is, I don't again, remember, like, in the same way that, you know, that, that, uh, that Adam Sandler is Jewish and kind of gets Arab Schneider is also Jewish. Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it maybe it's racist, but it's not as blatantly so as some well, of the stuff I, done before. When I was a kid, racist. I wasn't it's really pretty, aware of Rob Schneider, and I just let it slip by. I didn't even pay that much attention just, to it. I don't know how common it is for people who are like just American Jewish people to think that they can sit totally comfortably with like an Israeli Jewish person. I would that say is the same I thing. would say I'd, not common. But, I'd say that's that's not a thing. But keep in mind, we are talking <laughs> about the same film universe where Rob Schneider has played. So many offensive characters that apparently these people but think that's it's like, okay. That like is... Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider and friends apparently think it's okay. Like, yeah, the whole linchpin of this movie is, yeah, just two Amer- just American Jewish guys being like, no, I'm going to really tackle this Israeli-Palestine conflict because <laughs> I'm right there with them. <laughs> this movie is, called pol- is regarded as political satire on Wikipedia. Is it satirizing Wait, is anything? It? It's called a, co- a, a like politi- comedy political satire. <sighs> what is it satirizing? America's treatment of... Yeah, I mean, I guess, but, like, it doesn't it's have to be good It's a satire with literally no bite, with nothing. Yeah, it's a dog without any teeth. Well, I mean, it's also a thing where it's like, you know, they get along because they unite. It's like, wow. It's like, is this movie proposing that they have solved the Israel-Palestine Yeah, conflict? their solution to the Israel-Palestine conflict is just, shut up. It's fine. No, no, it's, no let's, get along. Make, let's make the I noise I think the solution again. is clearly we need to send a bunch of rednecks over there to fuck shit up so they unite to get rid of the rednecks. This, I, I was going to say... Which, before, which America's tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> inadvertently. I said, I said before I wanted to comment on scenes that I do actually think are racist, and that is where they land at the end, which is where, the way they all... The way the Palestinians and the Israelis come together is that they all start making generalizations about each other, which just reads like a list of, hey, you know white people... You know all those things that you think about these people? We're going to gratify you for that for you, and you're not going to feel bad about it. It's literally just like they're reading them off so that white people don't... Like, they literally just say, uh, hey, we all look the same, right? We also think that. And then, hey, 
You also look like a terrorist. Oh, that was but, weird. Yeah, they're just things. These are that just sucked. things that casual racist people think. And it's just like, are you just trying to normalize that at this point? Like, is that what you want to do with this movie? It's like, oh, if we get a, cu- a cu- couple of actual browns to say it. Hey, one of Chris Farley's brothers was in this movie and he was also in Strange Wilderness. He was one of the executives that worked for... Wallridge oh, was his name. Was he the? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was the. He was one of the executives, and also he was the doctor in Strange Wilderness. But um, he's the he's the skinnier Farley brother. I can't the think of his name. Skinny one. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I'll, I'll try and find it. I think maybe was he the one who I described wanna... hummus as diarrhea? I uh, I think so. Or was he pancake? Oh, that guy. Yeah, actually, that guy. I'm trying to think that, that guy's, guy's familiar. You know, he did look like a baby. A um. Yeah. Them. No. Hey, did definitely... you guys notice who the guy was that was playing the the lead fucking white person? Walt Walridge, is that his, his name? The, the guy who's like... The oh, guy? the head of Walridge. No, who was that? That's the guy who says, let's get ready to rumble. That's oh. that guy. Oh, is it? Oh, it's yeah. Rumble Guy? It's Rumble Guy. Let's get ready to rumble. You know how much he gets fucking paid to just say that one line at boxing ratches? Millions. Fucking <laughs> millions. He's Every time. Well, that's, yeah. that's how he can afford to build a mall with a 30-foot roller coaster in it. Okay, that roller coaster <laughs> mall sounded cool as shit. I yeah. love roller coasters, but I am a white person, so. Oh, yeah. Um, Luke loves gentrification. It's John Farley, Man, by the way. That's a white guy that the, loves. He, he's he the loves, youngest. Isn't that a singer? Big shopping complexes, roller coasters. No, you're thinking and of Bob Marley. Big tits. I was thinking of John Farley. <laughs> uh, yeah, by jo- the way, big tits are getting. Pop. Oh yeah, perfectly proportioned popped, tits and ass. Get popped by <laughs> by by like by fucking the noise. Okay, can we talk about yeah, noise. Zohan and Phantom doing this like the joint? Sound. It's like when we when we we buy our powers combined. That was pretty racist as well. Where it's just they have it was just crazy. That, that is just vaguely Scre- middle ethnic screaming, ethnic screaming that apparently can shatter glass and pop tits and make explosions. Just a lot of explosions. They, that, they do like it. Does it really is a case of this is a superhero movie? Oh yeah, it is a superhero. Yeah, movie. That, there's that bit where he cuts, gets his hand cut off. He controls it with his mind. It's a lo- yes. It was, was that a real memory? Yeah, I, I couldn't so. remember. It's that a, was insane. It's a low key it was, superhero it was, movie. It was literally like you've you've like have you ever done anything and people thought were impossible? And then he remembers that and he's like. Yeah, I can go across the street and get a job at this hair salon. I've controlled my hand, my cut off hand also, with my mind. He also tie, he ties people in pretzels a lot too. I like. I thought that was funny. I just you know what I also thought was pretzeling people. Do you know what I also thought was very funny that I love in everything the same way that I like it when people throw dolls off of buildings and it's supposed to be like a person falling. <laughs> it's when a person just standing there and they've just got other feet coming up and kicking them in the head. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I love that. It was like a very master of disguise move. Exactly. <laughs> the other thing, just before I get past it, I found it in my book. Poonibaba is what he refers to. That's Wait, what is Poonibaba? I think it's sweet, sweet poontang. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that checks out. Uh, guys, I just I just looked it up. The yeah. guy gets paid five million every time he says, "Let's get rid of him." What if he says can't it he when just, he isn't asked to? Record it. Yeah, why doesn't? Nah, but then because he he's the guy who says the words that I have, said at boxing. Morgan, he's monetized his skills very well. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. He, has, he just records he has it. one job, and it's why the five fuck words? did he bother being in this movie? I guess he thought it would be fun. Yeah, or maybe know, he maybe thinks he browns are weird. Maybe I don't he, know. yeah, maybe he genuinely doesn't like uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern people. <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't know he was acting. Maybe they just told him we're calling <laughs> you like, this name. You get to be in charge of a company, and I get to stop them browns. I'm in. <laughs> I do want to build a mall. Build that wall. Build that wall. Shut, I guess, shut up over there. If we're talking about that bit as well, are we? If we're, we're talking about 
the genuinely racist parts of this movie. Do you want to talk about the scene where all of the people pull weapons out of, like, out of their? <laughs> that was grenades out of a deep, the fryer. deep fried grenades, and the he puts in the basket grenade. like he's going to eat them. I, I was, I was watching this with uh, Christy and Ford, as I said earlier, and Ford turned to me and he's like, "Did the Donald just watch this movie, and that's why he and he thinks this is really what the Browns are like?" <laughs> Wait, it's- is it is it not? <sighs> Like I mean I don't know I don't know, I don't know if you should do follow up follow up question does Donald Trump realize that Israel and Lebanon do not border America probably not probably not <laughs> no. but the, yeah the things that are, if they if there's grenades in a deep fry which is definitely the craziest one like they <laughs> yes. are for sure going to blow up there, there's an, an AK oh, they just, just wouldn't in work anymore they one also of those tried to euro thing do you guys yeah, remember and, when they... well, there's a, there's an ammo clip just in a hot dog bunny <laughs> opens the hot dog bunny there's an ammo <laughs> yeah. clip in it and then there's just uh, assault rifles and rocket launches. Did you guys remember when they tried to blow up the salon with? Uh, I forget what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. But I don't so know. So he how wanted they end liquid nitrogen. He wanted liquid nitrogen, and instead they got um. Fuck, what's it called? I wrote it down. I it's it's essentially um. It's, papanthin, basically. It's like yeah. an antibacterial cream. Yes. Yeah. Neosporin. 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 The, mu- the mum that looks like Mickey Rock describes it as just a thing she uses for genital sores. <laughs> I think that may have, wound, that may have been the point where Nick think, Woodson drank the... I think so. ...drank the whatever it was. I would say that's not as bad as watching Zohan Pepto fuck Max. your mum. Yeah, I mean, he did walk in on Zohan fucking his mum, and he's, his excuse being, oh, I haven't made the sticky in a while. It's like, dude, Wait, you are an addict. I'm pretty sure he drank it when, like, his Zohan's new friend was getting all up on his mum. Oh, I don't know. I maybe. found another word that I've written down. Zikpa is what he describes his erection as. Could not find any evidence that that was a real thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Doesn't even sound like man penis. So <laughs> one thing I did like about this movie, as well, is that they did the the, the music usage was very like they it was great. they used like genuine music, like singing in in. Like that, oh, I, I, I presume is, is Israeli pop music. That I and I also I actually did really like the theme. It might just be that I love Euro disco, disco music, disco, <laughs> good, but all good, of the sort of disco. all the sort of out of touch Euro disco because that is true. The parts of the world sometimes like that where yeah. they they might be interested in part things from Europe or America. But well, they don't disco have a died in America, not so in Europe. Exactly, <laughs> Italo disco. Is, I, I strongly recommend if you like. Super high energy music. Italo disco is literally it's music in Italy. Like it's Euro disco. Like. Disco fucking never died in Europe, and it has got interesting. Yeah, I, I, I actually liked that. Yeah, like that felt like it's authentic. If any part of this movie is authentic, I mean, yeah, obviously they went out and they, like their music choices were quite intentional. So like yeah. that's you know, and just even the fact that yeah, he's I like, think his worked. style is kind of stuck in like sort of the eighties and nineties because he just has this old catalog. Yes. That's like the, all the, feathered the, hair the and book stuff. of styles that's from like the eighties. Yeah. Yes, and they make them every twenty one years. That's not true. She was joking. They yes. make them, I think, all the time. Based on what Every she... Year. Well, this movie came out in 2008, so 21 years, so presumably that was the 1987 year I was born, uh, style guide for that guy that ran the hair salon. I don't know. Some Peter fucking, Michael? Or was it I Michael Alexander? I, it's Michael I, it Alexa- doesn't matter. Peter Michael or Michael Alexander? You're thinking of Peter Alexander. <laughs> thinking of Jason Alexander? None of those things. Um, <laughs> guys, I also... Because he's just interesting looking in this movie. Paul Mitchell. Movie, I stopped okay. to draw Adam Sandler in this movie. That's pretty good. he's so interesting looking. That's pretty good. Like a, from far away, it's pretty good. He's a little heavier on the eyes from close up, but it's like he's... He definitely feels like he's doing more. I'm gonna say he's looking good he, in that. He looks good in this oh, he's movie. Fit. Not a lot, yeah. but his characterization he doesn't does no feel like a boring rehash of just general Adam Sandlerisms. It feels like he was at least trying. In this yeah, I mean, more. well, it's it's more of a character than, and I think we're not there yet. But it, you know, it's not just him wearing the same clothes he always wears, just looking kind of like a little bit like a sad sack. I like his silk shirts. 
Well, I, he had some great he had, he had wardrobe some, he had some in this nice, film. He had some nice clothing. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Also, oh, hang on. Also, something we sort of haven't really... I think we flagged when we were talking about something in the last episode. Um, the reason Rob Schneider's character hates Zohan is because, I guess, like, Zohan... Like, he stole his poor man's cow. He stole his goat. Um, Which didn't have a name because he just yelled because he was goat. Like, yeah, he was he like, oh, I'll let it go. And then instead of going... Oh, well, you are an unstoppable killing machine. Rob Schneider spits in his face. Yeah. Uh, and so it's he takes his goat. Well. It's it also, also it's we learn very pointless later on, it was a prized goat that could fetch a bowl of soup. And that guy was very caught off guard. Like, he was on board for it ca- for it fetching soap. soap? But soup? Oh, that's crazy. I, I literally, I'm like, <laughs> is that a genuine reaction? Like, he, like, he, like when he, he didn't read the script ahead, it's like, he, all right, it's soap. It's soap. And he goes in and he's like, it's soup. And he's like... What? No, nah, that can't be real. Are you, are you joking? Well, to be me fair, like, that? like it would be way easier for an animal to grab a bar of soap in its mouth than to carry a bowl of soup without spilling. Which is what makes the gate the goat so fantastic. But that's, it's that's so, true. That's a good point. Yes. It's such it's such an off center. It's like who came up with that? Any goat, can Adam fetch Sandler. Soap, all right, any fucking goat can just grab a bar of soap in its fucking mouth. Well, I don't know that that's true. A bowl of soup, also, though, that is a skill. He also lets that grudge go really easy. It's like, oh, as long as he was happy at the end. <laughs> well, I mean, they all. I mean, that's the thing. Like Zohan and the Phantom are like sworn enemies, but then they bond over shoes and hairdressing, which is it, I actually quite liked. I thought it was nice. Yeah, and then but, they're okay after that. Well, the ending. If we're going to talk about that, like the fact that he wants to become a like the ending is weird. It is very weird in an American kind of way, where it's like, man, you know what all of those. This is a very pro-capitalist movie. Exactly. It's like, do you know what all of those uh, terrorists and people really duking it out in the uh, Middle East want? They really just want to pursue the American dream yeah. and own a small business. Yep, own a small business and be a part of that consumerist lifestyle. Which is just like to me that feels like. People in the Middle East would hate that sentiment. <laughs> some, hey guys, no, some, uh, yeah, I mean, those I should, uh, that genuinely fight for a cause, probably. Hey I guess that is a generalization in and of itself, but it's like that it just feels like a weird, gross American thing. Hey guys, yeah, that's fair. Which which American president's wife would you fuck? Oh, um, because uh, they they have a genuine like one of the I first mean, times Donald they argue, Trump. One of the yeah, no. Dude, one of the first times they no, argue, I'd rather have sex with what's her name, um, they Michelle argue. Obama. She's got class. Yeah, she's yeah. also sexy. First, one of the first times they uh, argue, no, they I'd come together Melania by Trump. talking about which fucking. Uh, no, Melania Trump's just like she's just. She looks confused she all looks the time. Con- yeah, and she looks sad. I'd fuck her. Yeah, if- but I think that's got more to do with Donald yeah. Trump than her as a person. I'd fuck her if maybe it meant that she uh, wasn't. Uh, slay a slave in that relationship yeah, anymore, which is maybe possible. I don't think she's enjoying herself. Which, like, she's the first lady of the United States of America. She should be enjoying. She's herself one more. of two things. She's Some either very, very okay, sad and having a terrible time, or she's awful. And I don't want to have sex with her either way. <laughs> I definitely, do, I categorically, don't want to have sex with a Hillary Clinton. I can see Luke wanting to have sex with a, a Vunk, what is it? A name? Oh, Ivanka Trump. Ivanka. No, is it Ivanka? Luke, Luke the daughter. Said that. No, the, the, the wife. Melania. That's, that's, Melania. that's what, yeah, yeah, that's so. what I was saying. Yeah, I can definitely see you wanting to do that. That's a very Luke person that he wants to have Also, sex. Look, you'd be everyone like, wants and to... also it's like, hey, Donald Trump, I fucked your wife. Dude, everyone wants to have sex with What's Ivanka Bernie Trump. Sanders even Donald. Like? <laughs> oh, I know, yes, I know which potential first lady I would fuck. Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> potential first lady. Yeah, he never not... was one. Uh, Bill Clinton's a Mary Todd oh, yeah. Lincoln, Martha Washington. <laughs> just coming up with just no. Just no those are, no, those are the wives those of George the, Washington yeah. and Abraham. Yeah, no, but like what? You just well, are, the you, just, wives are you just mentioning the ones that you know of? Now? No, I fuck both of them in a threesome. Oh, good. Hey guys, remember when the Phantom did a Rocky now montage we're in the heyday and swallowed two live <laughs> chickens? 
Damn, Wait, he swallowed what? chickens. I don't remember that. Like, he, he cracked two eggs into a little, <laughs> and, and two live chicks came out. Oh and yeah, he and then he just them. ate them. Yeah, and then he punched a chicks. live cow. I that was so that. like that was the point where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because yeah, then no, he, the he punches the cow, and then they're like, oh, oh, and he starts freaking out and yeah. hiding behind the guy. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Goddamn oh, superhero also, movie. Kevin Nealon was in this movie. Yes, again. as the neighborhood watch yeah, yeah. guy. Kevin, I Nealon? love those. Another uh, Kevin was also in this. movie. I love the the community night watch. I love their bright yellow uniform. Well, that yeah. was the thing. Not I... remotely like mm, very inconspicuous good. for what they're probably trying to do. <laughs> was... Although having said that, maybe they want to be like a beacon to people who need but help. But that was at the night, thing. So... When I saw that, I was like, "Is that supposed?" I thought there was going to be some kind of joke that that maybe looks like a outfit that some kind of extremist group wears because the fact that they're wearing berets. Yeah, berets is an odd choice. And I was like, "Is that what it's going to be? Like, is that supposed to be reminiscent of a specific extremist group?" But I don't think so. I don't think so. That's no. not. No. I and also, I, like, I think they were just supposed to look like big soft boys. Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> Kevin Nealon also is. I actually quite liked his characterization. Like, just the bit where he's just freaked out about what's yeah. going on, and the end where he's just like, and he kicks the guy and then gets scared and runs away. <laughs> do you guys remember the, the yellow? Do you guys remember, like, in in like primary school, whatever? It's like, hey, if you're ever in trouble, see the houses with yes, the yellow triangle yes. stickers on them. I do remember that. And then they'll be like, don't go to the one with the old sticker, though. <laughs> they'll kidnap you. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it does could- seem to me. Looking, looking back, looking one? back, that seems like a flawed system. Because, like, what's the vetting process here? Like, <laughs> well, because there was tons of the. Old I ones. would like one of them safety stickers, please. Sure, here you go. I think the implication with the old one was that I mean, there's oh, a reason they don't they exist anymore. They haven't kept their certification up. You don't know what kind of person they are. It's like, but what you mean is this is a person that might want to abduct me. You're saying at one point in time <laughs> they were they good. were deemed safe enough. Then what? Then the whole system break down breaks down from there. <laughs> <laughs> it's look, I yeah, I think there's a good reason that that's not a thing that occurs anymore. So, Kevin Nealon was in this movie. Henry Winkler. Kevin James was in this, was in this movie. Can we talk about Henry Winkler first, though? And, yeah, sure. and, and, and John, John McEnroe. John McEnroe. John McEnroe. John yeah, McEnroe. can we get to that? Because like, but Henry Winkler is briefly in this. Like, he gives. Who is he? He throws up. He's all a passenger oh, that he drives. I knew that person was familiar. I was like, you I didn't know. Yeah. You can't. I couldn't remember. Henry I couldn't Winkler? remember who it was. You can't identify Henry Winkler on sight. <laughs> He's a very distinctive. Like he. Like I knew it was someone. I'm like, who is that again? And it's like, I'm always looking out for more Henry Winkler. Millennials don't even know. Don't even. Chris, you're millennials. It is genuinely like these movies are really straining it. How much I love Henry Winkler. He's still great. But yeah, so fucking Kevin James and John. McEnroe as themselves. And Kevin James gets a sick burn on Oh, John you remember where he's like, you know, but he's killed. Like, what does he say? He's like, yeah, you were pretty bad yeah, too. Yeah, he's like, you were pretty bad no, too. No, like, I, I don't think that's I just, true. I was like, I don't think we should be uh, comparing. I don't care if John McEnroe is in on it. Don't compare him to a terrorist. I gotta say, you though. You guys are too <laughs> casual about what you think I gotta a terrorist say, is uh, like. Kevin James and John McEnroe dancing to disco music was, was delightful. That, that dis- guys, all they were sports, really getting into it. All sports should have a disco break. What that, sport was it? That hacky sack competition right. looked fucking fun. It looked awesome. Love to have Guys, been should there. Should we run an Adam? Is Sandbox that a real sport though? Like tournament? a like a ha- like a no. soccer style hacky sack sport? Absolutely not. We should make it. A should sport. it be? Yes. <laughs> Quite possibly. It was. Yeah, I. I don't know what else do you got. I, I don't know that I have a lot more. Like I think there's sort of. Yeah, yeah I think that's pretty much this it. This movie is like. It's it's kind of hard to make fun of some aspects of this movie because it's fucking ridiculous, but it's self-aware about how... Like, the, the fact that it is basically a superhero movie, it's hard to be like, oh, it was crazy when this happened because, like, yeah, of course it was. Do you want to... Yeah, oh, I have another cameo that stuff. leads into something. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, that leads... There's so, for sure one cameo that we the, haven't talked the about. Red, the redneck has a bomb and puppies at the end. Yep. And then yep. he, the way it's sorting, he gets kicked into a room full of... 
lovely gay men and they love the puppies. Uh, and one of those men is George Takai. Yes, it one is. of the other George ones looked Takei. very dis- distinctive. He, the one on the right, he looked familiar. I the, don't know. The, the guy that looked yeah, chubby, I was like, yeah. he it's, looked um, distinctive. It's Bruce Valanche. Oh, Bruce Valanche. I was going to say yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yes. looked like he, I should know. Yes, who he was. Yeah. Bruce Valanche. So, so yeah, and he looked like he was notable gay men. I don't know about the others, but though definitely George. And the redneck looked like he was having a horrible time. Yes, because I think one of the things he looks he doesn't like is the homosexuals. Yes, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Um, who could, who wouldn't like George Takei? Also, how could you not like George Takei? You could I, be a I don't know, piece man. of shit. He's lovely, man. Also, they were trying to save the street. They blew it up in the end and had to make a mall anyway. The Peace and Brotherhood fire. And yeah, but it was mall. okay because it wasn't a rich. It wasn't a <laughs> yeah. white man mall. They blew it up. They blew it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it got covered in blue dye. It blew, it blew it itself. It blew itself. I'm blue, I'm blue, dabbity, covered in dye. Dabbity. Also, he got that awesome parental acceptance at the end after he hit on his mother. I mean, sort of. Not really. He still called him a faggot. Yeah. <laughs> but it was also, pretty fucked. Did you guys see it coming? I was like, I, it didn't actually have any consequence. But when she was like, you don't know my family. I was like, oh, she's the phantom sister. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's not, it, has very... no, it has no... But sig- I think that was because I remembered that from when I saw it when I was younger. No, I honestly, I think that gives it away at that point. Yeah. I think it really does. It, it kind of ruins the surprise later. No, I think early on when she There's mentions... no surprise because it doesn't have anything to do with anything. No, early on when she mentions that she has a brother, I'm like, oh, I think the phantom's her brother. Because I remembered phantom's it. Because I remembered it from guys, before. Guys, my last two notes are, what a movie, what an experience. <laughs> oh, I saw when you posted that. I thought that was in relation to Strange Wilderness. Because no, that's also true in a very different... No, it this is an experience. Was, this is it's just a very negative this one. This is actually a straight-up experience. Like, you are on a ride, you can't get off, and you're like, you don't know where it's going to go. i got to say, considering I watched the unrated version and it was over two hours long, it didn't feel that... Strange Wilderness felt longer, probably because I was desperately trying to not watch it and kept pausing it and going to do other things, so it took me probably over two hours to watch. Yeah. But yeah, I like, would just like to what? say, uh, I, I forgot to say this. If I saw Nick Swartzen riding a bike, I would probably hit him too. I would That's stick. I, I would stick a stick in the tires <laughs> yeah. uh, in the in the spokes, Harry. like a la uh, Big Daddy. Yeah, but yeah, I would say watch <laughs> the rollerbladers. The, if you're gonna watch this as well, I think watch the unrated one just because it's got it's a bit weirder. I mean, uh, it's a bit I longer. If, if 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 you like this movie, then you like the unrated one because it's more of the stuff you love. If you're gonna do what we do though, um, and watch Strange Strange Wilderness is really gonna take the no, edge off of the unrated. If you're gonna, part of this. guys, if if you're gonna do what we do. Uh, why? Don't. don't. Yeah, don't do that. I wish that I wasn't uh, doing that. I just want to say, do. Adam treated Nick Swartzen's cat like shit. He pissed on oh, it. Oh, they do cat, oh, cat yeah. sack, which was like, Nick Ugh. Swartzen then punted it. It was like, yeah, it was much. It was crazy. All the, and he like, threw hummus at it at one point. Yeah. Like, he put, squirted, he's like, where, where's, where's, I it? really like the scene where he squirted hummus at <laughs> the cat. Well, because where's you gotta, patches, patches. You, you got to keep in mind. He's just when feeding he's, the cat. He just dumps no, hummus on the ground. But when he squirts, growing hummus is pretty funny. When he squirts funny. hummus in the cat and it freaks out and that runs away, you gotta really got to keep in mind that cat. That cat doesn't know what's in a movie. That cat just got squirted with hummus <laughs> randomly. <laughs> All over it. Like, yeah, that was a natural reaction for that cat getting squirted with hummus because. Fair enough. It doesn't hey, put hummus on hey, it. I'm sure it got paid a lot for that to happen. Guys, that I don't cat, think that's true. That cat was the most believable actor in this movie. Uh, maybe, yeah. Do you think it actually got kicked around like cat sex time? I bet it did. Probably not. All right. I think we're done, right? We've this, got, we guys, got some segments to do. Guys, hang on. Before we do that, this movie gave Christy a migraine and she was over the toilet all night going to throw up. Wait, because of this movie? Were you guys, I presumably, did you guys make a drinking like, game out of it? Nope. Did you watch both, did you wow. watch both movies back to back? No, God, no. So that might... Fuck yeah. no. You did, didn't you, Morgan? Yeah. Wait, am I the oh. only one that watched this before they watched Strange Wilderness? No, I watched Strange Wilderness this morning. I, I watched okay, them cool. in chronological yeah. order. No, well, I just... Because I was... Yeah, I no, watched, I'm just saying... Zohan was easier to find, yeah. so mm. while I was trying to track down a copy of Strange I Wilderness... Play, I was planning on watching them both yesterday, so I had them right. both yeah, ready no, yesterday. 
Yep. Remember when Adam talked to a kid about cutting his jugular and then knocked the kid out? Yeah, well, oh yeah, the, the, the children's hair salon. Yeah, I like that. Occasional reference. Remember, it's like, oh yeah, this guy is like a cold-blooded killing machine. Yeah. But also, when you say Adam, like, because we've been calling him so and this, I'm like, wait, because we, we, you know, we know people named Adam, but there's one in particular, jumped to mind. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> guys, uh, guys, can we wrap up quickly? We'll I'm going to do segments. a wicked brown. We'll do some, <sighs> we'll do some segments. Oh, guys. I, I just real people. Hey, so uh, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? The Bechdel test uh, to recap. Because it has been a little bit, uh, is a test that requires two women, uh, named female characters to have a conversation about something other than a man. Um, the closest that it comes is arguably some women in Rob Schneider's taxi at one point have a conversation. They don't have names, but they do talk to each other about something other than a man. Very briefly, though, before they talk to Rob Schneider, so probably the women, not. The women at the salon this, talk shit about Debbie when she. Yeah, a little bit. Little you have bit. reminded me of a thing that those ladies say that's crazy. Go on. They're like they're talking about Rob Schneider, and they're like, "Be careful! What if he's a terrorist?" Which is a crazy thing to I say. I mean, unfortunately, it's not. Women. Unfortunately, that's like probably not. That sounds that like crazy. a general normal. Like thing it's that a would bullshit happen. thing to say, but unfortunately, I don't think it's that crazy in this day and age. Um, but yeah, I think overall, there's parts where maybe arguably it does, but uh, you know, it's again not within the spirit of the test. I would say like it's it's still a pretty fucked movie. No, I would say like, that like in that in that regard, any any movie that. Um, just shoves in a love interest for the sake of having a love interest, but doesn't follow any kind of plot where it makes sense that they would end up together is like unequivocally that doesn't, that's not the spirit of the Bechtel test. Like the fact that they end up together is unpleasant in this movie. Yeah, doesn't that's make fair. Sense. That's fair. I think that's a good So yeah, thing. and that's all we yeah. really have to say about it. So that's it. Chewy's Trivia Corner. Oh, welcome to the Chewy's Trivia Corner. We're going to jump inside a cab and head downtown and blow up a building. Here we go. Oh boy. Guys, this is a fucking biopic. This is based on a true story. Oh, quick question though. What? Also, before uh, do you guys? Luke, it's, we're getting to talk about this before anything else. <laughs> no, I just thought of something. Do you guys think that uh, this movie would be like less relevant and it'd be less of a problem if people were able to forget nine eleven? Maybe. Just, 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 just why did you interrupt me for that, Luke? Because <laughs> it just Luke, came in my head. Nine eleven doesn't really have anything to do with the Israeli Palestine. Uh, it does have to do with why they think they're terrorists, mm. Luke. I will broach that subject in a bit. Excellent. <laughs> This is a movie based after a real fucking guy. The real fucking guy's name is Nezi Abib, and he owns and runs his own salon in San Diego and another in Los Angeles with a little help from his brothers. Huh. All of them isn't... happen to be ex-Israeli soldiers. Yeah, but isn't it a thing where, like, isn't it's two of mandatory the... to do military service Aren't in Israel? two of the characters I... named Nezi and Habib? Is that was that one of your trivia or was that am I just but yeah maybe okay seriously Adam Sandler treated it like a goddamn biopic spending two weeks working with Nezzy and his brothers learning to cut hair and emulate their speech patterns and mannerisms how he got French I don't know <laughs> reporters even interviewed some of Abib's clients who said that you don't mess with the Zohan quote wasn't that far off <laughs> so Jesus. he's a superhero oh. Also, he fucks, fucks his clients. <laughs> well, that thing you're saying about like compulsory service. When he's in, when he's still in his home country, if it, like his whole all the experiences, it, it is it is almost like they are insinuating that just everybody in those country, countries is just constantly caught up in that conflict, and that is like everyone's whole life. Oh yeah, yeah. just just as a side note though, uh, yeah, conscription exists in Israel for all Israeli citizens over the age of eighteen who are Jewish, Druze, or. Circassian Arab citizens of Israel are not conscripted. Uh, blah, blah, blah. In 2013, 26% of potential conscripts were exempt. So, you said Druze? Uh, it's, yeah, D R U Z E. I didn't know she was Druish. 
Shut up. <laughs> so the point is, yeah, that six baseballs. Like, that's why, like, to, to say that, uh, yeah, just to say that, like, oh, he was an ex, like, military. It's like, yeah, because it's mandatory. Like, conscription is in Israel. That's why I thought, yeah. like, yeah, the Israeli Defense Force is like you have to do military service. You do some basically. form of military service. Yeah, I doubt training. that they knew that. <laughs> I mean, he is Jewish. He, like, I knew. Like, people know that. That's the thing that people know. Sure. Co-writer Robert Smigel revealed that the movie was mostly written in the year two thousand. But was delayed after 9-11 due to the terrorist themes yeah, that's, in the oh, film. That's fair. Sure. Because they, Wait, were, they so, were waiting until so the switch now, now we have our Now we have our answer. Too soon so, is eight years later and then you're fine. But hang on. It's Adam not Sandler too soon. Hang on, though. Hang on. So, because I'm just like, I mean, obviously, like, I think that the, the depiction of, like, Middle Eastern people as terrorists is certainly, is like a big thing since 9-11. Obviously, it was a thing beforehand as well, but I'm just trying to think, like, Surely it was like less of a thing though. Like for this movie to actually use the same, uh, they must have changed it because if they were using the same like terrorist know. subplot I, stuff, I was too young don't get me wrong. Like the Palestinian terrorist still, still fits, but when they're like white people thinking they're terrorists, I feel like that's different than the post on eleven world. I was too young when all that happened to know really what it was like before that. Hmm. Well, yeah, you're the like, only person in his fifties here. Look, there was there was wars in the nineties and like. Uh, the Middle East. And stuff. I suppose the, go- the Gulf, the Gulf War. Yeah, the first Gulf, Gulf the first Gulf War in like ninety, the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Look, you sure played golf. Was... Uh, any? I played golf. I played golf yesterday. The, go- the Gulf War. Remember when they <laughs> fighting over those uh, courses? Yeah. This. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, war. So that, that war was a long war. Eighteen <laughs> holes. <laughs> Guys, it was a war. We probably shouldn't make fun of it. No, it's been, it was eight. Yeah, because we never years. make fun of stuff like that. Oliver, it was more than eight years ago. It's not too soon. It's, it's fine. fine. Just ask Adam Sandler. Hey guys, Zohan isn't an actual is- Israeli first name. It wouldn't. It probably would have made more sense as a last name, to be honest. Hmm? Guys, I'm getting real what sleepy. Is it? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm still. We had a big lunch, and I'm I'm really yep. rapidly falling out of it. Yep. <laughs> Throughout the film, Zohan and other Israeli characters use various Hebrew words and phrases, including Abba, father, Ima, mother, Besa, okay, and Yiddish words, including Fegala, homosexual, and Tukis, which is but Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> Tukis. Zohan is turned down by a number of salons in New York, including Vidal Sassoon's, uh, which is ironic. Sassoon himself was an elite fighter in the Israeli Hanagah during Israel's War of Independence in 1948. There's a lot of uh, Israeli just... ex-soldiers who are hairdressers. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah, see, I thought it was a weird plot device, but I guess there's at least... It's a real thing. Yeah, th- I guess it's happened. Like, I guess they're, that's where they got the inspiration from, so that makes more sense. It still seems strange. Um, hey, you do you. A lot of the actors in the movie are famous Israeli actors. I mean, you do you, but it does make you a bit of a fagala. Yes. Like the lady... I don't know. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm responding to his trivia. Like, as in Nick Swartzen's mum? No, like like his love interest. Oh, Emmanuel. Where are you? What? I'm not sure. Emmanuel Lewis. <laughs> I don't want to say her last name because I can't pronounce it properly. Emmanuel Chis something. I just want to reiterate. I think it's Cherokee, maybe. She's beautiful. not Cherokee, Luke. I didn't say Cherokee, Morgan, you fucking idiot. She's not. I don't think that she's Palestinian or anything close to I doubt it. I'm not having a look now. She is. Yeah. Carry on, Chris. Uh, I'm gonna let's head over to some reviews. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. I, she's definitely got some kind of other heritage. Uh, uh, Sephardi Jewish parents from Morocco. Right. Uh, there's two that I'm gonna read. This one by Iron Man. Love it. Of course you do. All Wait, do you it. mean the review or Iron Man? Because we know you love Iron Man. <laughs> but, uh, this one is entitled "Change the Attitude, Sniff the Foot." Well, well, well. This movie is a real treat. 
Sure, it's over the top, but it's so funny and entertaining, you won't regret buying it and watching it over and over and over. Rob Schneider is in it and is even funnier than his role in Waterboy and all his other roles combined. (laughs) He's in the Waterboy for like (laughs) two seconds. John Turturro is the arch rival of Sandler in oh, yeah, this we didn't film, actually mention and is that. very yeah, funny. Is. We didn't mention the fandom, the fandom is played by John Turturro. Yeah, and he's great. Yeah, like he is good. He's he does a good always job. Always great. Yeah, John Turturro is a, yeah, is a great like character actor. I don't know why he looks like because he, he's been in more serious movies and like better movies. Yeah. It seems like he has fun. In but he is he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's genuinely a good character actor. Yes. Of all of the Sandler films, I rate this one the best. No, nope. Waterboy as a close second. You're wrong. <laughs> Those are terrible picks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates are the yes. one up there. Yeah. Oh, Billy Matt. Oh, actually, no, Fifty First Dates isn't as good as Big Daddy. Uh, I would actually say wasn't terrible. Big Daddy's either. good. Have I we, would. We gotta wait till we, I think we gotta wait till we actually get up to date before we actually then say top five. We do top fives. Do we redo those episodes? Do we do an episode where we talk about the top five? I don't oh know, yeah, we, we have to. We have a, I don't think we need to do that. We, we do a mini episode. Clearly, maybe. Jack and Jill is gonna be number one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, that's why I don't want to do it yet because we don't. I mean, I haven't seen Grown Ups yet. Or Ridiculous Six. I would even add a star if you are from New York or California, where the stereotypes in the movie are very realistic. Hang on. There are funny appearances from many Saturday Night talents, such as Chris Rock and Kevin N. <laughs> Nealon. He couldn't think of the Kevin name. See, Nealon, this is the problem that I was talking about before. This is for sure a person who's had all of their prejudices about all those brown people that own those electronic confirmed. stores confirmed by this movie, and I don't like that. <laughs> and Mariah Carey is funny as well. Life is too short to sweat this purchase. Buy it, enjoy it, and get some well-needed laughter in a world that takes itself much too seriously. Five stars. Who was that by? Iron Man. Uh, Adam S. <laughs> okay, i got to read one more. This one is by Abundal Pereiradis. So, Adam Sandler. Possibly one of them Browns. Adam Sandler is so hilarious. Whether you're from Israel or Palestine... Sandler's new character in Zohan is an Israeli counter-terrorist fakes his own death to start a new life in America to become a hairdresser. It's really easy for him to fake his death. That happens in this movie, whether you're from Israel or Palestine. That's true. It does happen no matter where you're from. Yeah, it's factual. Sandler himself is Jewish, as well as Lan Kazan. What? Lani Kazan. In addition to his former SNL castmates, Chris Rock and Rob Schneider, I'll recommend this for a Adam Sandler fan and SNL alike. Five stars. Wait, he'll recommend okay. it for SNL? Yeah. He wants them hey, to Lauren, watch it? Hey, Lorne, you want to see this this cool this cool movie that came out like nine years ago? That's really <laughs> do, good. do you think Lorne still pays attention to what they do afterwards? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess he does because... I don't know. I don't know what the politics are like in there, but he's here. if he has to approve, like, who's going to host, like, he needs to know if they're still, like, you know, relevant. Yeah. Yeah, when, I guess that rounds up this episode. Yeah. I, when the Phantom's chasing him at the end, where does he get that Brannock device from? The what? The shoe sizing thing. Oh, right. Oh, he just rocks it around yeah, with it. He like, carries it everywhere. <laughs> like how Zohan rocks around with that book from the 90s that yeah. has hairstyles in it. Speaking of feet. He, keep, he catches it in his butt and stores it there. <laughs> Speaking of feet, that, that thing you're saying, sniff the foot or whatever, that was prominently in the trailer, right, when he's kicking the guy? Because that felt familiar. Yeah, maybe. It had to have been. The, I, I still distinctly remember, before even like starting to watch this, I still, you know, in the like nine years since, I still remember that disco, disco, good, good. I don't remember that, but I liked I, that I line. did, I did good. remember that. I liked that. Yeah, what movie next, are we doing next, next week? Next week, we are doing The House Bunny. 
Oh, which, I actually like uh, that which movie. Which stars the likes of Anna Ferris, yeah. Colin yeah. Hanks, Emma Stone, Kat yeah. Dennings. Oh, Colin Hanks. Yeah. yeah. I, Colin Hanks. I actually, I saw that movie in different. cinemas and actually quite enjoyed that. Do, so, you want, do you guys want to know the, the plot? I know I what it's about. I roughly know what it is. Yeah. I like Anna Ferris. Former so. playmate moves After into an old Playboy sorority Bunny, house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, we'll we'll, just, we'll cover it next week, I'm okay. sure. I think it, yeah, it's going to be different. I remember it being quite a good one. It's going to be Breath of Fresh Air. But we'll see, we'll if, see. If we're done, I've got a, a quote to end the movie on that needs to be told, that just needs to be at least referenced. So this is... Well, hang on, so do we, do we want to do some, do we want to, is there anything we want to plug before we... Yeah, Patreon, go to the Adam Sandbox on Patreon, check us out. We've been... Uh, Valentine's Day was a week and a half ago now. Uh, please leave us a review because you love us yeah. on iTunes. Five-star Mil- review. Milking it. Seriously, please please review us on iTunes. Yeah, we just yeah, got a recent new one, really which do appreciate was very it. lovely. Shout out to Fresh Good, Gouda, Goodia, whatever. I don't know that we want to set a precedent of shouting out every person that reviews no. us Yeah, I guess on, because on since that's also a bonus for Patreon, we probably shouldn't do that. Um, I take no. it back. Also, like, Cannibalizes that though. reward. Genuinely, though, if you don't want to um, subscribe to us on Patreon or anything, you don't have any spare cash, that's all good. But, like, if you do enjoy the podcast, tell people about it. Tell your friends to yeah. listen. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Hopefully it's better and now. With if the anybody, quality. in the spirit of Valentine's Day, if anyone's listening in Israel and Palestine, cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> You're being a budget Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> work about as well as this movie did. Guys, well, apparently they guys, love this what movie. If it, what if it does? What if it works? Oh, man. All right. Why? Why did you guys stop fighting? Fighting in Israel? A guy in a stupid oh, podcast told me to. Podcast. It was recommended to us by a friend. It was pretty good. He told us to knock that shit off, and we yeah, were so, like, "Oh yeah, good point." So there you go, listeners. Recommend us to your friends, and maybe we can solve the Israel Palestine. <laughs> recommend us to your friends in Israel and Palestine, guys, or anywhere. It'll get back to them, guys. In the words of James T.O. Scanlon, the guy played by Dave Matthews, it's all going down like a fat queer to a dick sandwich. Oh boy. <laughs>